Good evening. It is Wednesday. No, no, it's not Wednesday. Oh my God. What a way to start a podcast. I should just start over, but I'm not going to because, you know, the mess ups are what make it fabulous. (laughs) That's what I'm going to say. Anyway, hi. Uh, It's Tuesday. Oh my God. I better double check. I know what day of the week it is. I know what the date is. Okay. It's Tuesday, November 24th, 2020. It is 9, 10 p.m. Eastern time. So Pacific time, 610. And hi, I'm doing a podcast. So mm-hmm. today is a fabulous day. Um, today on this day, on November 24th, 1977, my baby brother was born. And I still remember very clearly so many things about that day. I remember my dad calling down the stairs and waking me up and telling me he was taking 82 to the hospital. And then my grandma came down the canyon and got us. 82 had already put the turkey in the oven, so I don't even know what happened. I guess grandma just turned it off and took us up to the cabin. I don't know. And then I remember my dad calling to tell us that the baby had been born and I couldn't even stand it. I don't know how our bikes got up there, but I remember screaming through the neighborhood. My sister and I were riding our bikes around grandma's neighborhood. When I say neighborhood, that's kind of a misnomer. It's very, very pastoral. Uh, There are like miles in between each each house. Um, But I made sure that all of those houses within a few miles knew that I had a new baby brother. It was so exciting. And um, yeah. And then on this exact same day, date, November 24th, 2007, my dad died. So I don't know. I don't know how Stephen feels. I don't know actually if my brother is still alive. I don't know if he's in prison or jail. That's something that I truly cannot handle. Um, It would be wonderful to know that he's not in prison, but I can't run the risk of trying to find out where he is because if he is, I would not be able to live with that. This is one of those extremely rare times when what I don't know is much better for me. I always like to know. I like to know what the answer is. I like to know the truth about everything. Um, I always feel like I can handle whatever it is as long as it's the truth, as long as I know. Uh, But not in this case. This is that incredibly rare exception to that rule that I, knowing, knowing that, would not be good for me. It's a really weird one. You know, it's a really weird one because I don't know, like I said, I don't know if he's alive. I don't know if he's alive. And if I found out that he is not alive, um, of course, that would be a whole new odyssey of torture, but it wouldn't be ongoing for the rest of my life wondering where he is, if he's okay, what's happening to him, you know, that kind of thing. For me, um, it's just really better for me to just forget it. Although, of course, I can't forget it. So I try to limit my knowledge about it. I try to make sure. But it's always there. You know, anytime I see a news story, and it doesn't even matter where it occurs. um, But especially if it's in the, you know, Utah area or even Nevada, because Stephen was here quite a bit too. I worry. I don't know. So anyway, yeah, so <laughs> that's something I live with. Um, but you know, 
it's just one of those things. And um, I remember so many things. And of course, he was born on Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving is coming up um, in two days. And I will have the day off. Our company, of course, is closed. I'm supposed to be off tomorrow. But I volunteered to work. Why? Because I wanted the overtime. Why? Because I want to buy a whole bunch of crap. <laughs> and it's not stuff that I don't need. It's stuff that I absolutely do need. I need a damn freeze dryer. I just do. I need a freeze dryer because I like freeze dried food. I like freeze dried fruit. And seriously, I just spent about 20 bucks today, not on freeze dried, but on dehydrated fruit at Target. I'm telling you, if you haven't had dehydrated watermelon, now for me, fresh watermelon, um, I like it, but it runs right through me. It, it really does. My, my body doesn't like it that much. And um, also it gives me a really, it's got a really yucky, yucky, awful aftertaste. I don't know why, because it's delicious while I'm eating it, but the aftertaste is so disgusting. Same thing with the, <laughs> with the dried, not that, not that it runs through me because it doesn't, but the, the dried watermelon uh, has that really yucky, nasty aftertaste. But you know what? I don't care because it's so good. It is so sweet. It's intensely sweet. And you know, I am not a big candy eater. I buy tons of candy. I have so much candy. It's crazy. But that's the thing. I have a ton of candy because I buy it and I don't eat it. I'll eat it sometimes, but it really grosses me out. The other night, I thought I would try something... <laughs> that in my mind seemed like a good idea or seemed like it might be delicious. It wasn't. Um, okay, be prepared. This is so fucking gross. You know how disgusting the orange sticks are, right? The chocolate-covered jelly, chocolate-covered orange sticks. So gross. And yet, I have to have them. I, I love them. I have a love-hate relationship with them. I mainly think they're fucking gross because they are. They're so gross. Oh my God. But I always have to have them. So I thought, I thought it would be a fabulous idea to eat orange sticks with marshmallow. Oh, I'm so sorry. Are you, are you cringing? I'm cringing and squinching at my face just at the memory of that. That is like an intense sugar nastiness high rush. It's gross. Yeah, so gross. So yeah, it was a bad idea. It was just too much sweet. I mean, the marshmallows are really super sweet. The chocolate is super sweet. I think the orange part, the jelly part of those is also super sweet, but I don't know. But yeah, no, that wasn't a good idea. Um, and I thought maybe this would be would have been better if I would have had some caramel. There's something that this uh, sees candy Sea's Candy Company, their chocolates are so delicious. They make a candy called a Scotch Mellow. And I don't get the milk. I don't even know actually if they make milk chocolate ones, but they do make the dark chocolate Scotch Mellow. And I like that because the, the dark chocolate, you know, is a little bitter, not super sweet. And then it's got like, it's kind of a, I don't know how to describe it. Half of it, it's, it's a covered chocolate. It's not like a truffle. It's probably the size of like a silver dollar maybe a little bit smaller. And it's about, mm, I'm trying to figure out what the height is. Uh, okay, it's like the shape of a pill bottle. Like, 
I don't know how else to describe that. It's like the shape of a pill bottle. So you've got half of that is caramel and half of it is marshmallow, and then they cover it with this dark chocolate. It's so good. It is so good. And their mint truffles are so good. I don't like mint truffles made by anyone else. I only like C's mint truffles. But anyway, so I thought, yeah, this needs caramel. I didn't get one. I was going to go to C's and get some scotch mellow. They also have something called scotch kisses, which is basically just caramel with marshmallow in it. Like they'll take a big marshmallow and cover it with caramel and then they fold it up in the wax paper. Oh my God. So good. Yeah. I like caramel, not chocolate. Anyway, I know this stems from me wanting a s'more. I still have not made a s'more, even though I did go buy dark chocolate morsels so that I could melt them. I bought a fresh box of graham crackers so that I could make a s'more. And then of course I have those big marshmallows and I haven't done that yet. But now that we're moving into Thanksgiving time and we're, we're here in Thanksgiving time, um, I think maybe I'm going to use the marshmallow or the, uh, graham crackers to make a graham cracker crust and make these pumpkin cheesecake swirl bar things that I saw on BuzzFeed the other week. They looked so good. So I bought a whole bunch of cream cheese yesterday because guess what? It is not blood that runs through my veins. It's cream cheese and it's Philadelphia cream cheese because I'm a brand name kind of person. I will not, I will never buy the store brand of that kind of stuff. I am super, super picky. Hold on, I have to take a drink. Thank you. I'm drinking Sprite with frozen cherries in it. I, you know, I get those beautiful bean cherries. I notice my piano is on. I'm going to turn it off. I get those beautiful bean cherries from Utah. And this year I bottled a whole bunch of them, ate a metric ton of them fresh. And I also froze them because I like to eat them frozen. Yeah, I just put them, I, I pit them, um, put them in baggies and then I freeze them. And I have, I don't know how many baggies in there frozen. It's really nice during the summer when you want a snack. They're sweet, but they're not too sweet. The thing is they taste kind of like lead. I don't know why they, they remind me of lead. Like if you were to lick a lead pencil, that's what they would taste like to me. Anyway, <laughs> but I put them in my Sprite, kind of like ice cubes. It makes the Sprite slushy and it's just nice. It's really nice if you have a sore throat. Also nice if you have a sore throat is something called a wassail. Have you ever heard of that? so amazingly delicious. So here's what I did. I didn't make wassail yet. My throat isn't actually sore right now. It started to get sore the other night. Wassail is, there are, there are multiple recipes for it. I've seen different variations and I think it's also called a hot toddy. I think it has the same kind of ingredients in it, except a hot toddy has alcohol. You use some kind of, I don't know if it's bourbon or what you put in it, but I don't put alcohol in mine because I don't drink. But mine is a super simple version, and I'll give you the variations. Basically, it's just hot apple juice and hot orange juice. And whenever Brucie would get sick or start to get sick or anybody, I will make them wassail, and they're well the next day. It is almost like, you know, Jewish penicillin homemade chicken soup, which I am also, I love it. I was thinking I should make that. Last night, I was thinking I really should make some chicken soup. But I have a massive turkey in the fridge, so I'm not going to be making any chicken anything soon. Maybe I'll make chicken stock or, or turkey stock. Who knows? Anyway, wassail. Hot apple juice, hot orange juice. You pour like equal parts or just whatever. I, you don't measure. I never measure. And then I put a ton of cloves, whole cloves, and a cinnamon stick or two, whatever you like. And then you simmer it. 
Now, if you don't have orange juice, what I like to do is I like to peel the zest of an orange. So I'll use an actual vegetable peeler. I have a zester also, but I like the peel in big strips. And you put that in, and then you also can do fresh squeezed orange juice. I'm telling you, it's a really interesting, kind of strange taste. I mean, strange in a good way. It's just unusual. And what you do is you just simmer it and simmer and simmer and simmer and you steep it. It's almost like tea. And the cloves, I, I use so many that it's incredibly strong, spicy. And it's just a weird taste, but it's really good. And then you drink it while it's hot. And I think it's because it's so spicy. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> Pardon me. Oh, my God. <coughs> Pardon me. I think that, yeah, I guess I'm due for some wassail here, it sounds like. Which is fine because I do have orange juice and I'm getting to this. I know I, I'm jumping all over the place, but here's the, I'll get to that. Here's the variation for wassail. If you want, and I do want because, oh my God, this is so good. It's insane. You can also add pineapple juice and brown sugar and simmer that. Oh my God, that is so good. And I mean, pineapple and brown sugar together is just craziness craziness. It is such a mellow. Oh my God. It's such a deep flavor. I can't even describe it, but it's so good. I think that that's got such a, a lot of sugar though, because of the brown sugar. Um, that really is so much is not so much medicinal, but of course it would work the same way. And you just do the same, the same spices. Okay. So what I was going to say is I bought a little bag of the little cuties. Now, I've been calling them clementines, but they're not. They're actually mandarin oranges. And those of you who haven't had cuties, you know, they're just little small. They're like the size of a golf ball, I guess. Maybe, maybe a little bit bigger. Little oranges, mandarin oranges. So good. And what kind of inspired me to do that is I saw a video where it was Rose Red Homestead. I do subscribe to that, and I really like her. I don't like the fact, I mean, she's Mormon, which really grosses me out. It creeps me out so bad. And I recognize the way she speaks. They definitely have a particular cadence about the way they talk. Um, and it's just, to me, it's super, super recognizable. But she's very conscientious about the recipes that she that she shows. And she cares very much. And you can tell. She really wants the information to be correct and um, she cares, and, you, and that shows, and so I like to watch it. And the other day, I watched a video that she had done where she had bottled, preserved, some little mandarin oranges, and that's such a great idea for your food storage. Great idea. I have never done that, but I was thinking about those little mandarin oranges, and so I saw a bag of them yesterday at the store, and I bought it, and they're so good. They're so good, and I, I really... I am thinking now, damn it, I should bottle some because it's fun. It's easy. It's a water bath. I don't have to pressure can, but I do know how to do both and I'm good at both. So either way it would be fine, but it would be lovely to have some bottled mandarin oranges. I always buy cans of them because I love them. Of course, the cans um, come with the supremed mandarin orange segments. And it's amazing to me, how do they get all the pith and the membranes off? And each slice is so perfect. I don't know how they do it. But each slice is so uniform and beautiful. Um, I wouldn't be doing that with the ones I would bottle at home. But anyway, so I bought some of those. I could easily, 
use those for my wassail. <clears throat> Pardon me. I also bought a couple of navel oranges. It is coming into citrus season. You know, I don't know about you, but at Christmas time, we always got a great big, huge orange, a bunch of nuts and a bunch of chocolate and stuff in our stockings. So I remember oranges being a big part of Christmas. And um, it was really interesting because yesterday after I brought the the stuff in that I had bought at the grocery store, looking at the little mandarin oranges, and I don't know what else I was looking at. But I thought, yeah, this really does feel like holiday time to me. Um, and that was kind of nice because it's it's 100% my holiday. I'm doing it myself. There isn't any fighting and screaming. And I was thinking about that last night, that I'm so glad that I was able to host my dad and have him join us for Thanksgiving for, you know, a couple of years. He came to have Thanksgiving with me and Brucey. And one year he said, you know what I noticed? There isn't any fighting. And I'm like, well, duh. I mean, of course there's not any fighting. First of all, who am I going to fight with? I'm not going to fight with him. And Brucey was doing a show. He'd do his show and then he'd come home and we'd have our Thanksgiving dinner. But I always had a really fun I always had a, a great time doing Thanksgiving. I It was very important for me to make it a wonderful day for Brucey. I just wanted it to be lovely. I had never had green bean casserole until Bruce asked for it one year and told me about it, found a recipe, and made it. And now it's like, oh, my God, I love this. I'm not going to make one this year, I don't think. I do have green beans, and I have fresh green beans in the fridge. But I was going to make those. I bought some bacon yesterday, and I was going to do bacon onions and tomatoes with the the green beans. I wasn't going to make a casserole out of it, but I might, I don't know. I have to go buy some of those French fried onions if I do. Um, and I think, I think it requires soy sauce, but I can't remember. I think so. Anyway, (laughs) otherwise, um, and I'm also not going to do homemade stuffing and I'm probably not going to do mashed potatoes. I bought three huge russets yesterday. Huge. These are bakers. They're humongous. And I'm thinking, you know, they might be really fibrous. I'm not sure. Um, but I bought three. I mean, they're, seriously, I was like, how many people are you feeding? And this could feed 10 people. They're so big. So who knows? Uh, but I am going to do the turkey. It's a 16 pounder and it is in there thawing out. It might be ready, but it might not be. I'm, I could cook it tomorrow, but I think I'll probably wait and do it on Thursday because I am off that day. I'm so happy to have the extra day of overtime. I'm, I'm so happy with that because why not? You know, I'm home and it's been really mellow. I had a really crazy incident tonight, but I resolved it and I'm pretty happy about that. So once again, I'm going to be the out of market queen. That's what I'm known for dealing with our out of market guests, (laughs) Um, our out of market clients, whatever it is that happens. I seem to have a knack for handling it. And they're always very complicated, always hellacious. There are multiple, multiple steps that we have to go through to resolve things like that. We have to involve multiple people. And um, yeah, it's a lot. And it gets me, you know, really kind of anxious and kind of, um, I feel the stress and I feel the pressure. And I think, why am I feeling stressed out about this? I just, until it's resolved, Uh, I worry about it because I just like things to be very smooth. I don't like to have problems. I don't know anybody that likes problems, but you know what I mean? Anyway, I was thinking about, of course, Thanksgiving and 
You know, with everything locking down now, people all over the place, all over the world are on lockdown in, in different areas, of course, not the entire world. Nevada, I believe the strip properties are all going back on lockdown today. I haven't really been following the news, but I've seen bits and pieces here and there. Not really enough to know definitively what exactly is going on. But of course, we had a quarantini today, taxi quarantini, and I only attended about 15 minutes of it. And then I really did have work that I needed to focus on. So I had to leave the quarantini. But one of my friends is um, in the UK and is on lockdown. They are not going anywhere. Uh, so I was just thinking about what does it mean to have family and I know that sounds really weird, but of course I don't have a family. So I was thinking about what it means to me to be part of the community of taxi and, you know, thinking about what friends mean and the importance of that. And I thought even with celebrity, you know, a lot of people want to be famous. They want to be known. I, I have seen other composers talk about, look, I just want people to hear my music. I just want to share my gift with the world, whatever. And it's because people want to be loved. They want to be loved and they want to be accepted. And this probably sounds so dumb, like, duh, everybody knows that. Yeah, and we, we do all know that, but we probably don't think about it that much. I don't think about it that much, but I was thinking about it today and thinking even with fame. And we all know this. You know, you're hot one minute and the next nobody remembers who the hell you are. And nobody wants to be a flash in the pan. People want, they want to be loved and they want that to last. That's why you have a relationship. Otherwise, you could just do whatever your accomplishments are and people could laud you and applaud you and celebrate you for a time and then fade out and move on to something else and forget all about you. That's not very fulfilling, you know? So I guess that's why... That's why you want a relationship because that person is always going to care about you. You're not just a flash in the pan to them. And then I started thinking, where the hell did that come from? And I should have looked it up, but it seems to me that a flash in the pan, that probably came from gold mining days where people had a pan, you know, they'd go out in the riverbed or whatever, and they'd get their pan and they'd swirl it around. They'd get the, the, the sediment or whatever it was with the water and swish it around in the pan. And if they saw a flash in the pan, that's gold or whatever. <laughs> now I could be a million miles off, but I think that makes sense. So who knows? But you don't want to fade away. You don't want somebody to love you one second and not remember your name the next. You want somebody to love you and care about you all the time. So that's why you have relationships. Hopefully the people in your life will care about you. you know it's like somebody would actually care if you died somebody would be sad not that we're talking about you dying but you know what I'm saying there's somebody there to care about you and um yeah I guess you don't um probably really appreciate that or think much about it until you don't have it and then it's like okay now I understand when you live without that your whole life um and you know it's weird because I never thought about my grandma. I never thought about her feelings, like what would happen to her if I killed myself, because I was very suicidal for such a long time. As an adolescent, I was just in so much pain, and it never occurred to me what would happen to her. I, I just, I didn't think about it. And if I had, I 
probably would have just thought, she'll be fine. You know, she's got so many other grandchildren, even though I was definitely her favorite and she definitely would not have been okay. She would never have gotten over that. It would have definitely made her life extremely full of sorrow and I'm glad I didn't do that. Um, but I, at the time, I would have probably reasoned that away, that she would have been fine, she'd get over it, time will pass, she's got lots of other grandkids and, you know, whatever. Um, but I'd, I, I'm telling you, I didn't do it. Well, you know I didn't do it because here I am. But really the main reason for a long time was because of my baby brother, Stephen. Because I loved him and adored him so much and I couldn't stand to not be able to see him. I just couldn't stand like I'm going to be in the afterlife just missing him and not being able to see him. I just, I just wanted to see him. I loved him so much and I couldn't imagine not being able to see him. So I chose to survive stuff for a while and then I chose to survive for someone else and something else I wanted in my life. And, uh, yeah, talk about that some other time. You already know anyway. But anyway, so these are some of the things I was thinking about. And um, and it seems like there was something else I wanted to talk about. But I don't know. Maybe. You know there's always a million things. So here's what I'm going to do and what I'm considering. You know that I was wanting to buy the Modex. Eight, which is an 88 key synthesizer by Yamaha. But I was starting to think somehow, I've been seeing a lot of reviews about the seven and the seven has 76 keys. And I've been thinking, you know, why are they all reviewing the seven and not the eight? The eight has all the keys. And then I started thinking, you know, I don't really use the top octave. I don't. Once in a while, if I'm messing around and playing scales, then I'll go up into the top. I use the bottom much more, much more. So as long as they've only removed like the top octave or the top 12 notes, um, I think maybe a seven and why not save myself the 500 bucks? I mean, there's, it's four or $500 difference. And if I'm not going to use the top, why not do that? So I think I'm going to go with a seven. I'm not sure, not sure yet. So I need to buy that. And I am also absolutely going to buy a freeze dryer. Because I just have to. I just need it. I love apples and I love... Listen, I would never buy candy again. First of all, I wouldn't be able to afford it because I would have spent all my money on this damn freeze dryer. But seriously, it would be so amazing to have a freeze dryer right now. Because after I cook the turkey, then I could just slice it up and freeze dry it and pack it away. Do you know how insane that is? And it will last. It retains up to 97% of the nutrients. It's lightweight. It can go anywhere. There's, it's not like a jar. I mean, I have lots of jars of food because I did a lot of pressure canning and I did a lot of bottling, like my beautiful tomatoes and my cherries. I bottled those. I water bath canned those but I've done a lot of soup, anything with beef or anything with, with, um, meat, not just beef. I did a lot of chicken and a lot of pork actually too. Those have to be pressure canned because they're low acid foods, vegetables, potatoes. I did all that corn, carrots, potatoes, beans, uh, split pea soup. I did tons and tons and tons of stuff. And it was such a blast, really a blast. And I loved every minute of it, but those jars are heavy. And when they're full of liquid, they're heavier 
And of course, glass cracks. It's sensitive to heat and cold. And you lose the nutrients when you process your food like that because you're boiling it. Well, you're actually pressure canning it. And so it's this super hot steam and it is boiling on the inside of the jars. You know, when you take them out of your, out of your pressure canner, they boil for sometimes more than an hour afterwards inside the jars. So there's risk. Um, but with a freeze dryer, yeah, and then you lose your nutrients, but not with a freeze dryer. So portable, so light. Oh my God. You seal them up in mylar bags. You put in a couple of oxygen absorbers. Perfect. And it's so much faster. I mean, it's not because it takes, I don't know, sometimes maybe 48 hours. I don't know how, what you're possibly freeze drying that takes that long. But, um, I watched a video this lady had done freeze dried watermelon chunks and she said it took 14 hours, but she said that was just the last part of it. So I don't know how much more before that, I don't know how much more time it, it required, but you know, these chunks of watermelon were powder and they taste the very same. I mean, it's except for the flavors more intense and I buy the freeze dried fruit all the time. Today I bought dehydrated fruit and there is a big difference, huge difference. I love the dehydrated stuff too, but really the freeze dried is amazing. Freeze dried apples, they're so crispy, so delicious. I love the freeze dried strawberries and the freeze dried raspberries. Freeze dried peaches are absolutely insane. I mean, just amazing. So because I love apples and I'm always buying them and then I'm throwing them away because I don't eat them that fast, it would be so great to be able to, to slice them up and I would love to do, uh, somebody did oranges. I watched a video where somebody had freeze dried some orange slices, lemon and lime slices, and they said it was just, they were amazing. They were so crispy with absolutely no water. All the moisture is gone. That's so crazy. I think I would peel mine. They didn't peel theirs. I like the zest, but I don't like the pith and I don't think I'd want to eat the pith. So I would probably go ahead and peel them. But anyway, that just seems like a really good investment that I would really like to make. So I'll probably buy the small one, which is about 2000 bucks. I think it might be a little bit more than 2000. And I think the most expensive one is about three and a half thousand. I don't need the huge one. Plus it weighs like 300 pounds. I don't know. It's crazy. The smaller one I think weighs, God, I don't know. Is it 60 pounds? It's heavy. So I've got a couple of big purchases coming up here, but I'm excited about it. I would love, not not because of food storage, I'm, I'm not thinking that, but but I kind of in the back of my mind do have that somewhere kicking around in my brain because of what's happening in the world right now. You know, with uh, freeze-dried food, you put it in the bag. If you want to reconstitute the food, like a full meals. I've seen them do ham, asparagus, mashed potatoes, scalloped potatoes, all kinds of stuff. You just add hot water to it. And you can let it reconstitute in the bag and it reconstitutes and it tastes just like fresh because it's preserved. It's so well preserved and freeze dried food will last 25 to 30 years. Can you even imagine? And it's perfect. The color, it, it retains its color, nutrients. I mean, that's incredible. So why wouldn't you, if you've got the money and you know, they have a layaway plan too. I think they have right now, it's probably longer than six months now. I'm not sure what the lead time is, but so many people have been wanting them and not being able to get them. Yeah, it's tough. So maybe I'll just go ahead and 
order mine. I think you have to put a down payment of 250 or something. So maybe I'll just go ahead and do it and say, hey, put me down, start building mine because I want it. <laughs> that would be really fun. Anyway, I really want to do watermelon. And I looked the other day for watermelon thinking I'll just dehydrate this at home. They only have the little small watermelons now, like the personal watermelons. And I don't know how sweet those are going to be. I missed the season. But right now I'm thinking about it for next season. And of course, the big strawberries and all that stuff. Oh my God, that's going to be so exciting. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not sure which one I'm going to buy first. I really think I should buy my synthesizer first because I can be generating money with my synthesizer. And uh, I really do want to get into these Middle Eastern sounding cues. I want to do world music. It's so interesting. So interesting. So anyway. I know there are other things I wanted to talk about, but I can't really think of them right now. So maybe I will just end this, just a short little quick podcast for some reason, just to say, hey, uh, what else? Oh, no news. Um, haven't heard from anyone. <laughs> nope. Haven't heard from the deputy. You know, seriously, seriously, I really feel, I can't describe the feeling actually. I feel... I feel really, really strong and really good about my decision to not accept anything less than seriously, than, than really true sweetness. I mean, if you aren't going to be sweet to me, and I don't mean ask kissy, I don't like that. I do not do that for sure. I would never want someone to do that to me. Even if they were sincere and they're like, oh my God, I love you. I would think they were being fake and I wouldn't believe it. So that would be bad. But I just mean sweet. If you can't be, you can't just be nice. Just be nice. Nice. Hey, how are you? Be real. Be nice. And if you can't even do that, I truly don't want anything to do with you. I don't. Because I've had so much of people being mean and thoughtless and dismissive. And that's just on that end of this of the spectrum. I've also had extreme cruelty and brutality and harshness and abuse. And yeah, you know, I just don't have any time. There's no space for that in my life. And above all else, I don't deserve that. I don't. I never did. So I'm not willing. I'm not willing to accept even just milk toast half ass. I'm not willing to do that. If you want to talk to me, then you have to be sweet to me. Yeah, and you have to be clear and there can't be any confusion. I was thinking about that today too. I was cleaning out a bunch of my texts and deleting stuff. Part of the reason I was doing that is because my iPhone is full and it's telling me you need to delete some of these attachments and whatever else. So I went through a bunch of my text messages and deleted a whole bunch of crap, deleted a whole bunch of pictures of people and a whole bunch of phone numbers and I already removed contacts removed the names. I didn't delete the text, but I did delete the contacts and, you know, a bunch of really just extra stuff that I didn't want anymore. And I was thinking, of course, about you know who and thinking uh, there was always confusion, not really knowing what, what, what does he mean by that? What, did he, what? I don't understand. And, and kind of being on edge and you know what, that's not how it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be like that. It's, I understand the butterflies in your stomach and feeling anxious and looking forward and anticipating. That's not the same thing as anxiety and confusion. Not 
by a damn sight. And I decided I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. I don't ever want to question what someone is doing, what someone meant by whatever they said. Why are they acting this way? When am I going to hear from them again? I don't want to, I don't ever want to even think about that stuff because I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to. That is not how it's supposed to be. That is very, very lopsided. And that's, what's the word? I almost said that's deformed. That's not quite the way, but it's lopsided and it's warped. Um, that's not right. You, you know, there, there, it should be equitable. Each person should be in it. Nobody should be trying to, I mean, a little bit of mystery is good. A little bit of mystery is good. I understand. I like, I respect mystery. That's fine with me. You don't have to be an open book, but if it's where I'm confused and I don't know what you're doing and whatever you said, uh, I'm not quite sure what that meant. Uh, uh-uh. nope, 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 nope. I don't need it when I'm by myself. I'm happy. I go through my life. I'm this little happy, little flower, just bouncing around, happy, loving my life and just being cheerful and talking to people. It's really interesting. Yesterday in the grocery store, two different women talked to me out of the blue for no reason. I don't even know. I was standing there. I was about to get the potatoes, those massive baker potatoes. And this one little woman, she was older. She was probably, I don't know, 65. Who knows? But she came up and that, that same bank of, of produce, it it was potatoes and then a bunch of onions and the yellow, then the red, then the white onions. And she said to me, which onions do you use if you're making like grilled onions? She goes, I'm trying to make liver and onions. I'm like, okay, well you can have that. I told her I would use yellow onions. I said, if you want to eat something raw, I would use the red onions, but otherwise I would go with yellow. And I said, those are the ones I use whenever I grill them for any reason. So she did, she got the, she got the yellow onions. And um, she said, oh, yeah, you know, my mom used to make liver and onions for me when I was a kid. I'm like, yeah, you go right ahead and eat that. And she laughed. And, you know, then we said goodbye. And then I went, I did something else and went back over to where the oranges were. And the oranges and apples are all kind of together. And I was over there looking at the cuties. And I'm trying to find the bag. I'm feeling them, trying to make sure they're not mushy, like they're not overripe or whatever. And another little old woman came over and she said, are we supposed to put these in the fridge? I I don't know what to do with these. And I said, you know, I don't think it would hurt. I said, I'll probably put mine. And she goes, I just can't eat all of these fast enough. They'll go bad. And I said, yeah, I think it would be fine if you put them in the fridge. Now, obviously, I didn't say this to her, but obviously you do not want to put tomatoes in the fridge. Definitely not. We always used to put our oranges in the fridge. I don't know if we put apples in the fridge. We may have. Um, I usually don't put anything in the fridge. I know that apples you are supposed to. There was a post on Facebook by like the Apple Association of America or something, triple <laughs> A, uh, that you, for best quality, you should put them in the fridge. I never do. And I should because I love the Honeycrisp and I bought more yesterday at the full price. They were on sale a few weeks ago for 97 cents. Now they're back to two ninety-seven, and I still bought some because I love them. And I ended up throwing away four of them that I had bought on sale because I didn't eat them. I'm a mood eater and I may really, really want something like, you know, I've been wanting s'mores for a hundred years, never made a s'more, bought everything to make a s'more, have everything to make a s'more. And now I don't want a s'more. Don't want it. (laughs) Now I'm onto something else. 
yeah, so it's the same with every single thing in my kitchen. I might really want it. I might be craving it even even on even within the same day. Like let's just say I'm craving Swiss steak and I'm going crazy. I have to have Swiss steak. Oh my god, I'm dying. I'll go to the store, get everything to make Swiss steak, and by the time it's done, I don't want it anymore. Cuz I'm sick of smelling it. I can't stand it. I don't want to touch it. It's grossing me out. Get it out of my sight. <laughs> you know, I'm weird that way. So um yeah, I'm not that way with apples. It's just that it's and you know what, this is going to be my second cabbage throwing away because I have been wanting coleslaw. Now my coleslaw is simply shredded cabbage and shredded carrots with lemon juice, some mayonnaise, salt, a little bit of pepper and some onion powder. That's it. That's my that's my coleslaw. I don't put raisins or shit in it. Definitely don't put sugar in it. No vinegar, just a little bit of mayo and some delicious bright lemon juice. Oh, I'm going to have to throw away those two lemons I bought, which will be like four lemons I've thrown away. They're 89 cents a piece. The cabbage is probably two or three dollars a piece. Yeah. I mean, I, this is what I do. I buy produce and then I wait for it to go bad and then I throw it away and buy new produce to replace it. I have two packages of raspberries in the fridge that I have to throw away. I bought two replacement packages of raspberries, which I'm also going to have to throw away unless I eat them like they might be bad by now, seriously. I bought a beautiful pineapple that was ripe at the time. It's been on the counter for about five days. I'm going to have to throw it away. <coughs> Pardon me, I just threw away one onion. The other one's about to go, but hopefully it'll be fine. I can use it for Thanksgiving. It's what I do. I buy produce. I watch it and watch it and watch it until it goes bad, until it's bad enough for me to throw it away. That's the process. Buy beautiful, and I spend a lot of time looking at it. I did eat the tomatoes I bought, except there's one that's still in the bag. I don't know why, because it was left over from my Trader Joe's day, the caprese that I bought the other day. I bought two new tomatoes yesterday and ate those last night and still haven't eaten the previous tomato. I had bought like four or five and had eaten four of them, and that fifth one is still there. There's nothing wrong with it, but I don't like it now, and it's in its bag. There's nothing wrong with it. It's still not overripe. But for some reason, I have something against it, and I'm not eating it. So it's going to end up getting thrown away. I know. This is what I do. I won't throw it away, though. I'll keep it there, and I'll keep looking at it, and keep. I'll know for sure that it's there. And then I'll wait until it's overripe, and then I'll throw it. So that's what I do. So dumb. I have a watermelon in my fridge right now. It's been there for about two months. I'm so serious. Oh, my God. I threw away a bag of salad yesterday or today I actually took it out of the crisper and threw it away it's been in there for months <laughs> god yeah oh yeah and there's a an English cucumber in there because I was on one of those kicks and I bought that probably a week ago it looks like it's still fine but it's going to turn any second so I either better eat it or throw it <sighs> so dumb I end up doing that with juice I've got several bottles that have got like a quarter of juice in them like watermelon juice pineapple juice Oh my God, it's such a nightmare. Apple juice for sure. I do that with milk all the time. I don't know why. I'm just super moody. So anyway, all right. I am going to end this now and uh, come back when I have something else interesting to say. But you're caught up. You're pretty caught up. And uh, that's it for now. So I hope you're ready for Thanksgiving. If you're doing Thanksgiving, maybe you're not. Uh, but whatever you're doing, I hope you are safe and healthy and not a flash in the pan. Although, you know what? There's nothing wrong with being by yourself. I'm very happy by myself. And seriously, that's really what I was saying. I'm I'm happy. I don't need somebody else in my life. 
I guess it would be nice. I mean, I do miss having my Brucey, of course, and I miss having somebody to love and do things for, but I get to love and do things for myself now. And it would be nice if somebody cared and somebody, it would be nice if somebody cared. I would love that. But you know what? Obviously, that is not an absolute necessity. I am totally fine without that. I have my job. I have my interests. I have my friends, my community. I have my passions and my pursuits. And I'm going to soon have a freeze dryer, which is going to keep me very busy. And then eating all the stuff I freeze dry. Yeah. And creating all kinds of stuff. So anyway, I'm going to end how I always do. Please remember to choose to be kind. Whatever you do, choose to be kind. And also what I am now also including every time. Please do keep your eyes open and be aware. You know, try to really pay attention. And if you if you see somebody who needs help, just, just help them. Just help them. You know, let somebody know that, that you see them. That that you're there. If they need some help, they can reach out to you. And, you know, don't make them ask. If somebody needs help, just help them. Some people can't ask. Some people either don't know how or they're too proud or they're embarrassed or whatever it is. So if you see some little sweet person that just needs a little bit of help, it's going to go such a long way and it's going to make you feel amazing. And you are the recipient who gets the most from your being kind. You are the one who benefits the most. It's very true. So just remember to be kind. You can always choose to do that. Always. All right. I'm stepping down off the soapbox now. And I'll be back later with more. Bye.